And hello again. Welcome to our third shot at the weekly wrap-up. This time for the week ending November the 5th, 2022. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm going to provide for you right here, right now, at this moment, the top 10 stories, plus a bit more from the past week. These are the absolute top stories of the week. Now, as we explain in the way things work for the weekly wrap-up, we take the time to uh, go through the five days a week, what's going on, and we provide for you um, the top stories uh, of the day or, or some top stories of the day. We choose from a range of the most conversational stories and provide for you the stories that definitely you guys said were, were good to talk about, but we not necessarily take the top ones and put them out of order, things like that. This is a quick shot of the top stories of the week, actually top 15. We'll tell you the top 10 stories and then we will show you what stories almost were in place. And then we'll provide for you just a kind of glimpse of what was just way out of out of reach, so far to reach, nobody cared about. We call that the almost relevant story of the week. Uh, we're still kind of working on this. This is going on under the format of what we had for our old podcast. So we're still working that way. And it actually, once we stop yakking so much, it will be chopped up and sent down the line like an actual podcast. Uh, this is also a chance to do some Q&A. So as we go through the listings, feel free to drop a question and as we break in between, between the top 10 and then the, the 11 through 15 and the almost relevant story, we will take your questions, your comments, your cues to do things. And so this thing's a very rough sort of thing in the moment. So we're kind of making it work. Um, hopefully you're enjoying your extra hour of daylight savings, which means things are a little earlier than they would have been normally. Uh, let me know how things are going. Chat me up as we go along. and We can do those things as well. Remember, the main website for the Conversation Project is this is the conversationproject.com. There it is. We'll have more details about some things we're going to do on Tuesday. We're going to have a election special and a sort of relaunch of a project that I began working on at the end of the last major election cycle. We're going to relaunch that as another conversational way to do more chit chat. So let's bring back the blue thing. There we go. The weekly wrap up for the week ending November the 5th. That was yesterday, 2022. And let's uh, go into the details, shall we? The top 10 story, number 10 this week, was Parkland shooter gunman sentenced to life in prison called a monster by victims, family members. I posted this on Thursday, the 3rd, and this is something that a lot of you guys really reacted to. We had a couple other stories that made its way into uh, the, 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 the headlines for the week of Parkland all week long, including the story where they went back to the video from I guess months back, where the one of the lawyers for the shooter uh, actually um, flipped the bird to members in the gallery that the people, uh, the families who had to suffer this. The Parkland shooter, of course, sentenced to life, not only life, uh, like 76 life sentences, uh, got off not easy, not on this thing at all. We will see how this thing plays out as it's not quite over yet. Uh, we'll see who else speaks out on this one going forward. We do know that, and we'll, let's say justice was served, the sentence was made for the shooter after all of that grief and all of that chaos. The next story goes to this one at number nine. Russia suspends Ukraine grain deal after attack on Sevastol naval base. There were attacks uh, in the Black Sea area where uh, there's a lot of a lot of activity going on there. But the biggest thing going on is. Those reports that both Russia and Ukraine use to get things in and out of their countries for trade and just general things they need. Russia has a deal with Ukraine, even though they are at war with Ukraine, trying to 
take out the Nazis or the anti-Semites or the whatever they're trying to take out of there. They're allowing Ukraine to ship out a good chunk of their grain to the rest of the world, mostly because the rest of the world needs that grain and Ukraine needs to get it out. It is kind of what it is. The sort of flip side deal on this is that's not the kind of thing you do in the Russian wars. And so because there's really good real estate in that area, the Russians are seeing that Ukrainians are attacking them there. So Russia, for a short time, suspended the deal for Ukrainian grain, and then he brought it back again. Now, Russia's doing a lot of things to sort of squeeze Ukrainians out in there as they're getting closer to the wintertime. They're, you know, they shut off the grain stuff so they couldn't make any money. They're attacking infrastructure, such as buildings, such as power plants, such as water treatment plants, so that people don't have good electricity and power and water are going through there. There are right now plans for ways to literally evacuate entire cities. There's, there is an idea of what to do if Kiev is shut off from power, how to get every person in Kiev somewhere else, because that's what you do in war. Right now, the Ukrainians are saying it's better to die than to give up. So they're going to basically fight to the last man. Russia's trying to push this thing as best as possible. Russia's not doing so great. There's also some stories we'll have popping up how they're constricting uh, even more weirder bad people just to keep the war going. And number eight, Maxim sparks outrage after including Brittany Higgins in Hot 100 list for 2022. Now, this is one that really I kind of had to go into. I had to go back and read it because it didn't make any sense. We didn't publish this one in the um, Daily Show, in the things you might have heard. This happened in Australia. As we say often here, this is a worldwide podcast. The weekly wrap-up got a lot of attention when we were publishing it normally from Australian people. And when we put Australian listed um, articles, a lot of it because ABC gets mixed up with, with our American broadcast company. That's what it's actually called. And the Australian broadcast company will get some things from their shots there as well. Also, I like a lot of Australian um, movies and TV shows that come on Netflix. So I have a thing on that end. Brittany Higgins is in the middle of a court case with her accused rapist. And so the folks who were reading Maxim were outraged that she was put into this list while this thing's going on. Click on the links uh, for the um, for this to see more details on this one. This is one, like I said, this is an international thing. And it popped up as the number eight listed story of all stories all week. I got this different angle, so I'm doing all this hand talking. I guess I'm freed of stuff less um, things working than in the daily show with things you might have heard. Um, this one is poorly spaced, but Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico 2020 get married. It happened. They secretly got married a little while back. And so there's a lot of chat chatter about their relationship, how it happened and things going on. This is something that you have to basically read the story to see the details on this one. Really are no, you know, I got no qualms. I got no problems. I see nothing wrong with this. The two very beautiful women decide they want to be together and they know each other's lifestyle because they're both Miss Universe pageant contestants. There you go. Congratulations to the new bride and bride, and hopefully, great times are coming. 
has moved to number six. Crush kills at least 146 at Halloween festivities in Seoul. Posted on Saturday, the 29th of October. This one, of course, lasted a few days as they talked about it. I think the total number of deaths may have gone over to 151. I know it's 150 at least. Uh, it may have gone even higher than that. This was a situation where people were out partying in the streets in what's a normally tame part of Seoul, Korea. It's basically where people, it's the, 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 the club district, if you will. And all of a sudden, there was a push of people that no one is yet to really identify what's happened. If they have, it's not, it's dropped so far off the main headlines. It has been a problem, but no one's identified exactly what's happened with this one. The crush of people killing 146 people and a lot of people injured. Hearing the, the, craziness and the panic from people the next day as things were going on they, they uh, the, uh cnn uh interviewed two french in, international students who were there to explain what was going on there we know that in the early on um reporting two americans were killed two students were killed one a high school student one a college student studying abroad uh in korea south korea so our hearts go out to all the people involved in this one, all the people who are dealing with this. And as I said, no real reason for the push, the crush has been given, at least not that I've seen in any follow-ups. Also, Adam Zimmer, former Vikings defense coordinator and son of Mike Zimmer, dies at 38 years old. This one posted on Tuesday, the 1st of November. Uh, this is was a very sad story about it as well, but this is one story that got to the pick it up on um, just essentially the numbers game. You guys were into this one, so we talked about this on Wednesday, posted on Tuesday, of course, as a major story. You can go to the links and go deeper into the story of Adam Zimmer, who is um, still in the game. And the reason why it's former Vikings, it was posted, uh, the post we got, the the, the article we got was from a Minnesota-based um, media source, so that was their connection uh, to Adam Zimmer. Uh, 38, definitely way too young. Migos rapper take off dead at 28 shot in Houston. This one also way, way too young. This is a deal that turned into a early morning thing on Tuesday where they said there was a shooting. Uh, Migos uh, rappers take off and Quavo were there. Bowling alley, 2 a.m. The few hours later, it was basically announced that Migos uh, rapper take off had died essentially from the shooting there. A lot of very quick, very rash, very pop-up, um, you know, why are we shooting each other? Things popped up, as you would expect. Uh, but uh, this is something that turned into something uh, that, we, uh, once again, we don't know full details. We know more details about what was going on in the bowling alley and all the stuff there and, and things like that. But how this turned into what it is, you could, it's something that still has not been taken up. Of course, we're going over the top stories for the full week. So uh, about a, well, 188 different stories posted that we went through this week. So that's a lot of stories, a lot of things go through. And of course, we only talk about 10 to 8 stories a day in a five-day period. With the full weekend coming through, it gets a lot it gets heavy. So this is one that we're still going to keep on to. Uh, not much breaking news on that since Thursday or so, but we're going to keep up going on with this one. Elon Musk reportedly ordered company-wide layoffs at Twitter. Saturday, the 29th of October, the day we posted this, of course, we've talked about it in the newsletter and in the podcast and videocast come Monday because it was a weekend story. But the big thing about this thing is it actually was pulled off. Although we don't know actual numbers of people who were laid off, by Friday, the people, or Thursday particularly, people were told to go home and not show up for work on Friday. On Friday, people with jobs got an email on their Twitter email accounts, their work accounts, 
people who no longer had jobs got an email on their personal accounts telling them what to do there. Uh, many people forwarded the letter they got from Twitter, forwarded what was the instructions going on, and did some crazy stuff. On top of this, one of the other stories that we actually posted out in the week was the fact that there were people, crisis actors, if you will, just actors in general, comedians, wandering around the, the company floor, wandering around the Twitter headquarters with boxes saying they were fired as Twitter's employees, just using it for publicity. Yeah, it's all sort of crazy. Twitter had a bunch of other things happen this week, but that didn't get carried on to because they were dealing with layoffs. Now they're going to deal with some things about the blue check marks and the, the verifications because they realized their plan was a little bit half-baked. We'll see how that comes out coming into the week. This is a story that the update got really, really bad. Aaron Carter pulled over on suspicion of DUI while driving RV. This is our first taste of Aaron Carter this week. Wednesday, the second this happened, or Mon Monday, Tuesday this happened, it was put into the TMZs and the websites a few days later. Suspicion of DUI, and he was fine. There was absolutely nothing wrong with Ellen, Aaron Carter, and it was a chance for people to bring up how Aaron Carter's life had been so far and how he was actually doing fairly good at the time. The problem with this is he was found dead in his home this morning on Sunday. So the Aaron Carter story will continue. This will continue inside of the week because <coughs> it's um, I haven't checked the stats on that one, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be well within range to chat about. So we will bring it up tomorrow morning for things you might have heard with more details when you get a chance to dig into that one. Now, that is the number two story uh, for the week and the second amount of actual um, engagement. Let me give you some stats on the top story this week. The top story uh, was a top story for both Facebook and Twitter. So all the impressions, all the chats, all the looks were in this one. This one was number one by leaps and bounds. And by no means was it going to um, not uh, make it that way. It had... Um, the engagement from the Aaron Carter story, the engagement, how more engaged it was, was 570%. Uh, the engagement from the um, bottom story, the almost relevant story, is at 200,400%. That's how engaging the story happened to be. And the headline for this, we'll work on a better teaser thing, is a story we actually talked about twice on The Daily Show. Uh, Monday, because it was posted on Friday the 28th, so it lasted the weekend, and Tuesday, because um, it was just that long. Actually, let me back that up, We because I'm losing my words. We posted it on Friday the previous week, and it, so it was actually in this thing last week. Uh, it survived that Friday morning. It was such a big story. It was big enough to make it into the uh, story for the th things you might have heard for Friday. And it carried over to the weekend, to last this weekend, to a Monday story. And so it's continued. Uh, we don't know anything else from the story. Essentially, some player on the volleyball team from the Wisconsin Badgers, the women's volleyball team, had some nudes on her phone. It happens. You just kind of got to go with that. Somehow someone hacked it. Someone got into it and pulled the pictures and leaked them out online to various places in the world. This is your reminder to keep an eye on your phone, keep security things on there, and don't put naughty things you don't want people to see in your cloud, on your phone, on your computer, whatever. Uh, if it's connected to the internet, someone can see it. Someone can find a way to see it. So let's not do that. 
The almost rans. These are stories that were almost in line, almost good enough to get there. Starting off with number 11, Parkland parents lose it over Nicholas Cruz's attorney flipping the bird. We told you about that. That was also in this week. So that one was not quite high enough to be top 10. But like we said, we already had one Parkland story. They essentially were the same. Uh, so we put them as the specific, specific height line on that one. For number 12, New York high school physics teachers arrested on possession of child porn. This one was one that present that lived through the weekend. If you're in on those things, if this is a story that interests you, check out the links and go deeper into this one. Kyrie Irvin is the next two stories as well. It was a it's it was a weird thing where they were the next two sto two stories when they posted it, and we went with one. The actual headlines that went first, number one at thirteen, higher at thirteen. Kyrie Irvin accepts responsibility for post impact, but doesn't apologize. And fourteen, Brooklyn Nets suspend Kyrie Irvin while they pay. Those things actually happened out of order. He was suspended, and then he accepted responsibility because he wasn't getting paid. They still gave him much of an apology. What's he doing? He tweeted, and he's supporting his tweet, supporting his, his spreading of information on a documentary that is essentially anti-Semitic, um, says that the Jews are responsible for the African slave trade and actually called the, the Jewish people they, and calls the black people the actual original Jews. And yes, it's pretty crazy. It's all sort of insane. And Kyrie Irving, who, of course, thinks that the world is flat and doesn't want to get a, a COVID shot because no one knows what's really in it, really got it this time. Kyrie Irving's contract is up with the Brooklyn Nets this year, so he's probably going to get bounced where he'll go next because he's got basketball talent, but he's also, guys, he's also a serious head case. We shall see. In the 15th story, Wells Fargo mortgage employers they prepare for layoffs. Now, the almost irrelevant story this week, the story that basically nobody cared about because there was no response to it, is this one. Steve Bannon, associate convicted on second try in We Build a Wall fraud case, completing sweep for federal prosecutors. The federal prosecutors eventually found a way to convict all the people involved in the We, we Build the Wall um, movement, which was a non-profit if you will but it profits the people in there that we're going to collect money to actually finish the wall they're going to collect money and say we've got money we want the wall built we're going to give it to private contractors working with the government make this work out most of the money went to steve bannon and his boys and his cronies and very little actual extra wall has been built in fact except for what's basically maintenance right now no wall has been worked on in the last two years, maybe three years for the uh, time that President Trump was essentially a lame duck, although he didn't know it because he was about to not get the job back. But this is one that no one cared about, no one wanted to talk about. So all we get is that love there. And we move on from that point. Now let's talk about a sponsorship because we love being on the air. We love talking to you folks. We love making this thing happen. And we love that you like our quick editions uh, of getting things. It's not quite as long as a long hour long thing where you have to wait for each thing. We try to do our best to keep it pithy, keep it moving, keep it speedy. And if you like that, you're probably like learning fast too. So check out Blinkist via our affiliate app. This is conversationproject.com slash Blinkist is your way to get books into your head really, really fast. Nonfiction books and also podcasts that really takes a long time to read, four or five hours, or maybe 13, 14 hours, down to 15 minutes in most cases. And shortcasts, podcasts that usually run for 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes more, 
are boiled down into about 15 to 20 minutes. They take the essence of the nonfiction books and the podcast, break them down to the most important pieces, less of the fluff, less of the little filler, and give you the details you can read or listen to in about 15 minutes. Use our affiliate link to get in on the deal. Check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash blinkist. This is a conversation project.com slash blinkist B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. And the really cool part is you can share your subscription. So my subscription is shared with my wife so we can both check out books on the way to work. I'd read a book, read a book on the way to work and at night as I go to bed because of Blinkist. Now, the conversation, this is the conversationproject.com is our home, if you will, our main website where we get things done, where we live with the conversation project. We're glad to be doing the things we can do with you there, uh, but we want you there for more stuff. Make sure you stop by that page and see more of our sponsors. Stop by the page and see how you can partner up with us as we hope we're giving you great uh, content, great value. You can find ways to help keep things going and see some of the projects we're going, plus replays of this thing and the daily thing, which is things you might have heard. I knew a little bit of announcing right now, but as we go on to stuff or get to the pains picks of the week, we're going to do, if, you know, Lord willing and Creek don't wise come um, Tuesday, an election special, an election special where uh, we're going to sit here and kind of look at some results and talk some things. And the main point of it, because it's all about self-promotion is I'm relaunching uh, my what now network um, um website and just service if you will i don't know what to call it a service uh we're going to um relaunch the what now network to you guys in the world so you know what we got going on uh, i think it's some pretty cool stuff that we want to um, accomplish but um we literally need conversation and literally need um engagement for those things coming forward so we will talk about that come tuesday um, and we'll talk about whatever big races will know about. The biggest thing is since mail-in ballots are a thing and a really popular thing and early balloting is early voting is a thing and a very popular thing. And you basically both vote those things, count those things last. It may take a while to learn something, but we'll see what the pundits on the news folks are saying. I got um, my YouTube TV so I can do four corners on a monitor and watch things and kind of keep things going and kind of keep over there. So we'll see how that goes going forward. Now, Payne's picks of the week. These are the top stories my thought were based on the top 10 over there. The top story I thought was the very biggest story is that Russia suspends Ukraine grain export deal after drone attack on the Black Sea fleet. And the runner-up story was the Parkland shooter gunman sentenced to life in prison, as we say, it's about 76 life in prison sentences, called a monster by the family members. In the past, this is where I would talk about just these two things or, or the guests we had would do the interview that would pick these would talk about these two things. We're trying to keep this to be about 20 minutes, just like the other thing. So um, we're going to we've already talked about them. But these are the two stories that based on a random shuffling and then kind of weeding them out. These two stories took the cake for this week for what's going on. So that's it. The weekly wrap up for the week ending November 5th, 2022. Make sure you are checking out our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and you are engaging with those feeds so that we know what to talk about. Every single day at the end of the week, what's going on? Uh, our main website is this is a conversationproject.com. We call ourselves your news side piece. So, um, your news side piece because we are a tertiary source of news, not your main source, but we provide for you so lots of different stories that you might not pick up in the mainstream media because they've got other things to cover. 
but they are semi-important. Sometimes they're really silly, but they're semi-important there as well. With that, I shall bid you all adieu for this Sunday evening. Hopefully you'll enjoy your extra hour of daylight and be prepared for us to wake up tomorrow morning, 5.50 a.m. We're going to provide for you 10 stories from the past weekend that were most conversational that you said so. So with that, make sure you are staying hydrated, staying limber, staying on task. We have more for you coming up tomorrow. So we'll give you that. You stick around because you have great things that need to be done. We want you to get them done. Thank you all. Love you all. Talk to you tomorrow.